I hit Vancouver in the blazing sun on the 9th of February, 61. And from the 10th of February through till May, it rained and poured all night and day. The more they tried to kick me down, the better I live in this here town. And the more they try to grind you down. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Vancouver Places. So we have Dave, we have Graham, we have wine, and that makes this a podcast. So guys, what are we going to talk about this afternoon? Graham, you, you tell them, you debut it. Dave, okay, Graham, we're getting Mike, we're going to talk about uh, Point Grey Road. Point Grey Road. So Point just Grey the area Road. of Point Grey or just the, I think the mostly just the area. Well, the bike path is the, I think the, uh, what we had, the chapter in the book was about the bike path. And I remember, Dave, um, we got your bike into your, uh, what's the name of your van? The Dorgmobile? The, the Dorgphalia. There's the, Dorg the West Phalia and the Dorgphalia, but we yeah, digress. Dorgphalia Dorg on a rainy day, and we drove down there and put your bike in the middle <laughs> of the road like a spokes model that it was. See what so, I did there? Well, that's model, interesting that well there's a double entendre with spoke, um, yeah. but we're digressing. Um, but people would yeah. be walking by on the path looking at these two guys taking a picture of a bicycle on a bike path, wondering what the heck is going on there. Well, I guess um, bike paths in Vancouver are synonymous as we try to build the greenest city on planet Earth. Um, there's lots of controversy over bike paths. And because I've been a resident of Point Grey for 20 years, I followed it because they wanted to build a, a bike path along Point Grey Road. Um, no problem. Mm -hmm. You know, it sounds like a good idea because um, actually, if you go bef before then, there was a movement afoot to um, make all of Point Grey Road almost accessible beach with views. There's about three or four little parks along there that they expropriated the property. And there are tiny, small parks, like 66 feet wide or 90 feet wide. Right. Yeah. And I remember as a kid, there was talk about when these homes come up for sale, the city is going to buy them, tear them down. And eventually, Point Grey Road will look no different than Marine Drive when you go by Jericho or you go by Spanish Banks. You know, I mean, when you go by Jericho and Spanish Banks, there are no beachfront homes. But mm -hmm. in Point Grey Road, you don't really get a chance to see much of the view because there's homes there, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you guys feel about that? I mean, um, if the if the city coffers had a cabillion dollars, let's expropriate all those expensive properties and tear them down and just have a nice view. Of course, no one's going to disagree with that. Spanish banks and Jericho are are stunning places. I don't make I don't make it there often, but when I do, it is a really beautiful place. But Point Grey Road is just as stunning. But the problem is that I hate to say it, but Chip Wilson built a fifty five million dollar house in front of the view, and you you know you can't go, Mister Wilson. Can I just go bob in there and have a look at the view? I just have you have guys ever heard about? The uh, giant, he puts apparently puts an enormous reindeer on top of his house every single year. It's like giant. Point Grey Road? On top of Chip Wilson's house. It's like a 25 foot reindeer or something. You can see it from forever away. That's the only thing I know about cool. Chip Wilson's house. Right? I did not know that. Yeah. Well, it's on Point Grey Road and it was listed, it was somewhere Vancouver's most expensive house. But so it's, so it's an interesting part of um, Vancouver, uh, Point Grey Road. Um, what else do you know about it, Graham? I mean, just the, the road I'll itself. tell you something that yeah. I think is kind of cool about this. So this is before it was the most expensive neighborhood, probably in the, in the 60s, the late 60s, there's a, there was a house down there called the Peace House. At 3148 Point Grey Road. Yeah, I wonder and, if it's the one with the round turrets, like kind of well, had a round, yeah. I, I need to look it up. To be honest, yeah. I, I've, I've read about it a few times. So I still haven't been there, but apparently the Grateful Dead stayed there. Wow, Jerry oh, Garcia. That does sound like yeah. a piece of. Yeah. Like before they were famous, you know, and guys were uh, coming up. And we talked before in another episode, you know, about the guys from uh, Heart. 
Yeah. yeah. People would come up here, young bands, and maybe they'd be recording something at Mushroom Studios, or maybe they're playing a couple of gigs in Stanley Park, having a happening or whatever. But uh, <laughs> they had this peace house. <laughs> there again, well, freak on in West Point Gray. Well, I mean, Point Grey, I, I, I grew up there and uh, it was a neighborhood of, you know, the, your friend's dad was a bus driver and then your other friend's dad worked at Sears and then, you know, somebody was a teacher and the houses were, they were in line with salaries of upper middle class. Hmm. But now Point Grey, all the homes are between worth two and three million. And I, just for fun before this episode, I, I went online to look at, you know, are there any listings and houses on Point Grey Road? And they start at 15, you know. 15, wow. 12, they go up, Chip Wilson's is 55. We're talking millions. So there was a time when it was it was certainly always the place to live, but now because real estate prices have gone through the roof. But then I thought to myself, what are the most important things in real estate? Is it locations all that matters? And you're you're close enough to the city that it's got an advantage over the British properties. Like it has a beautiful view of the city. But the British properties have the same beautiful view, but they're far away. Point Grey Road, you can be downtown in six minutes. Then yeah. you're close to UBC. You're close to the beaches. You're close to a, an authentic neighborhood. You have great shopping. So it really is just such a wonderful piece of property. So then about 10 years ago, 12 years ago, the city of Vancouver says, your main thoroughfare here is Point Grey Road. We're going to build a bike path, you know. No problem. We're, we're all in favor of bike paths. It's green. But have you seen the the width of that bike path? I mean, the big bike path. It's the best. Yeah, it's the best bike path in town. Yeah. yeah. What do you need? What What would you think of an appropriate width of a bike path would be? Like, I mean, if we're gonna gonna pick a number in terms of feet to make a bike path, eight, twelve. I, I don't know, Mike. What do you think? Know, of what's bike the path width of two, two bike? The width yeah, of two bike. I want to say six feet times two, so twelve feet. So yeah, six twelve, feet fifteen feet. We got a bike yeah, path. Yeah. If you're to take from the distance from the sidewalk to the other side of the sidewalk, it's about a 40 or 50 foot bike path. I mean, it is, it to me, it is such overkill in terms of when you go down there, like they shut the whole road down and turned it into a bike path. So, of course, it was controversial. And that's kind of what the story in the book that Graham and I wrote, 111 Places in Vancouver, was about the, the Point Grey Road in itself and the, the Point Grey Road bike path. You know what else they have there that I like, Dave? What? Those fancy lampposts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, when they redid that, you know, when they put the bike uh, path lane into, I think they redid like all the yeah. street lamps. It's really nice. It's it's beautiful, but uh yeah, it's well, it's it's kind of like yeah, it's a very yeah, it's an interesting part of all the bike paths that you've got in Vancouver and there's this one, what is it, a mile? A kilometer? Yeah, they call it the Golden Mile. Yeah, the Golden oh, Mile. So That's fancy. what I was saying. And and it is. It's uh, yeah, it's great. It's a it's a beautiful uh, bike path. How did so you we guys that choose to pick? How did you guys end up putting this in the book? I would say that I just I've I, I've lived in that neighborhood most of my life, and I followed the controversy surrounding it because it it took seven or nine years and it was what was the mayor's name it's not going back far the uh the, the you know the, the Gore, what, no no what robertson gregor robertson yeah. gregor robertson he's a big you know, biker was, wasn't he well then there's he he had a house in that neighborhood and some people were saying i think that he was doing it to improve property values and i've got a house in that neighborhood too and i, I was all in favor of it but it almost seems self-serving because it seems to me if you if you cut off 
traffic for one road, you're just going to create congestion on the next road. So now you can't drive your car on Point Grey Road. Great. But 4th Avenue, you get so busy now and Broadway is busier. And uh, I can't help but think that it's great because it has quieted traffic. And for all the people that live there, la di da di da But 4th Avenue and Broadway are mayhem now. I mean, every block's got a traffic light. And it would take you 15 minutes to get from Alma to Burrard. But if you were on a bike, it would take you no time. You know what, Mike? That is the smartest thing you've said since I've known you. I mean, that is what it's... I don't know if that's a compliment or uh, I'm, not, I'm not really sure how to take that. <laughs> no, you're right. I guess it's meant to encourage bike riding. And it, uh, But how would you feel if you're in traffic, you know, you're trying to commute through 4th Avenue or Broadway and it's gotten worse because they shut down Point Grey Road, you know? I, I, hey, listen, I'm the world's biggest cycling advocate. You, you know that. I mean, I, I cycle all the time. I'm just playing the devil's advocate. We chose Point Grey Road because it was, was an interesting topic, you know? Mm-hmm. But you can bike. Uh, I think, Dave, you've you've you have you biked across Canada or just across the prairies? I've biked from Vancouver to uh, Thunder Bay, Ontario. Yeah, yeah, that's, so you're that's almost there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. you're a serious, serious biker. But from Point Grey Road, you can also go like that. That path will actually take you right down past Granville Island, down to the Science Center, back up the other side. You could go. All the way to Stanley Park, right? Graham, that, that path, you're completely right. It goes from UBC um, all the way down across, over the Broad Street Bridge you know, through Kits and everything, along English Bay, around Stanley Park, and then around like, where the Trade and Convention Center is. I think it's about 30 miles of bike path. Oh. It's absolutely fantastic. Vancouver is a cycling mecca. Mm-hmm. And the, the book talks about, you know, but when you get to point, the Point Grey Road cycle path, be careful because Bentleys, Rolls Royces, Ferraris, and Maseratis are slowly <laughs> parking. Out, they're slowly moving out of their, their guarded driveways and their gated communities. And it's just a very, very interesting juxtaposition between people that cycle to and from work and people that own 20, 30, $40 million homes. And I, I don't know if there are probably other cities that are going through this gentrification and this um, gentrification isn't the right word, but um, renaissance. But um, mm. it was it was a, a cool story to write about. We, we set up my bike and took a picture of it there and um, it's gotten great response. And we're always reluctant in the book to mention an address, but we mentioned that the address of Chip Wilson's home. He owns he used to own Lululemon. And I think it was the most expensive house in Vancouver at the time at $55 million Was this the most the expensive house in Canada? I heard it was Canada. I'm not while. sure. In Vancouver, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Book. But it's got the biggest uh, reindeer on the roof. That, yeah. <laughs> apparently. Uh, apparently a giant reindeer. Our new book that we're working on, spoiler alert, has the most expensive house in Whistler. So there you go. Huh. It's only $25 million. Ooh. Yeah. But a lead-in to a new book. Uh, well, we we we, uh, we can't tell you much more than that. I shouldn't even have said that. Uh, we've said too much. Uh, so on that note, do you guys have anything else to say about the Point Grey Road uh, bike path, the Golden Mile, as they call it? The Golden Kilometer. That's what golden I, kilometer. I, I would say, go down, I would say go down if you want to do some biking, and this is a great time of year to do it, and it's a nice, uh, safe thing to do. I would say uh, make sure you go and you know bike down that uh, that area. It's really yeah. quite nice. I would Beautiful. say there's nothing else. As you go by those homes, you, you get a little bit of a peek of the view, but you're also looking at some really incredible architecture, some some lovely homes, 
And uh, I think the city probably made the right decision and to expropriate that streets and to turn it into bike path was the right thing to do. But I can guarantee you one thing, you will not have any problem passing a bike or a pedestrian because it's 40 feet wide. It's probably, we probably should have called it the widest bike path in North America because it's a huge bike path. Yeah. Okay. So if you have some time, head down to Point Grey Road and check out the widest bike path in Canada. Apparently you can start a happening down there or that was maybe only in the sixties. Right. I'm not too sure. Um, but yeah, head down, <laughs> stay socially distant because we are still in the midst of this pandemic. Go check it out. Go ahead to the beaches and then come back next week as always uh, to make sure that you hear another episode of Vancouver places where we tell you fun, interesting stories about the city of Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada that you must not miss. 